dreamed we'd be back here. Welcome to Disney Minus, the Disney movie podcast where I have cursed anyone who will listen into, or anyone who will believe me, into watching every Disney movie on Disney Plus and also sometimes other stuff whenever we feel like it. Foreshadowing for Christmas, possibly, if I remember. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm Steven and I'm a Muppet of an MB. No one believes you, Steven. I'm Kat, and if I have to listen to another old white guy rap, I may eat myself off my balcony. That's also fair. And me, substitute Nero V, and I am a man, me Muppet. <laughs> Wait, so Nero, you're going by Veer now? No, Nero got sick, so I actually brought Veer in. Oh, okay, so Nero's actually sick. Okay. Yes, the moving has advanced to... I don't know how to finish that sentence. Taking the kayfabe mask off. Cat has <laughs> just been me the whole time. <laughs> I've been feeling in for Nero. <laughs> who, while there's doing stuff of moving in, setting them, the other podcasts up. <laughs> let's, like see who was, let's see who was under this mask the whole time. <gasps> Old man beer. <laughs> I, I gave myself a headache. <laughs> Neo mask back on. The work for us meddling kids. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I bet that's already a thing. But I was like, meddling kids would be a good name for a Scooby Doo podcast. Anyway, meddling um, podcasters. <laughs> there you go. Artie, get over here. He Are looks at me, me and then starts scratching. Anyway, uh, we talked about the Muppets to where we watched the Muppets for this episode, and now we're talking about it. Because that was what the uh, RNG picked. Um, the 2000 movie called The Muppets, not The Muppets in general. That would be a whole other thing if we're doing a whole podcast talking about The Muppets overall. I mean, Is try you want to go back the and new- watch The Muppets Christmas Carol again? I mean, we can. That's also, computer, I don't want to try the new thing. That's an acceptable musical. This one, JoJo and I <laughs> had it on, and like every few minutes we were looking up like, <laughs> oh, it's another song and dance number. Yeah, I mean, this one is still fun. Like, anything Muppets no, is going to at least be some degree but, of fun. But, I yeah. I have to admit, during the whole, like, the whole, like, lunch on my own or having a date with just me, you got to admit, Amy Adams Ooh. looks a little dead inside. Ooh, yeah. It's like, they, and it's hard to balance, but, like, I, I wish that the, I mean, we'll get to it, but I wish that the stuff between Gary and Mary had, like, gotten more screen time so that when they almost break up and he has to choose and all of that jazz, it would have, like, carried more weight. Like, not that I want them to sacrifice screen time for the Muppets, necessarily, because I like the Muppets, but, like, you know? I will say, though, after seeing this movie, because I like watching Vines on YouTube, and after seeing this, it made so many of Brandon Cavillo's Vines make so much more sense. I don't know who that is. I don't watch Vine. He does a series of Vines where, like, Walter is stalking him. Oh. And I it's thought an it was premise, like a random okay. Muppet, but now that I know Walter is actually a character, it makes more sense. I'll send you the link later, Stephen. Of course you will. This is um, Walter's introduction into the Muppets. He had not, like, if you remember from Christmas Carol. This, that's when Vine became a thing. So, like, uh, okay. a lot of them make so much more sense now. Okay, so there's that. But also, yeah, if you remember from Christmas Carol... And um, Caper, um, Walter was not in those because he hadn't been introduced yet. So, like, that's actually kind of neat. It's like, 
for as much as this one is kind of mediocre by Muppet standards, it, it, it like straight up introduces a new character, a new Muppet into the lore, which is neat. I can hear Grayson out there. I don't think it's getting picked up by my mic, but like, kid, what are you doing? <laughs> anyway, you know, Disney should make a just like five-hour Muppet movie. Oh, honestly, I can see that working. Just depending on like you know where where they go with it. Release the Snyder cut of Muppets. <laughs> no, he does ten hours. <laughs> But yeah. Oh god. Oh, that'd be so much. I mean there's also that new Muppet series coming out about the band. Is there? Mm-hmm. The trailer basically unless that's like all in the first episode or two. <laughs> the trailer basically goes through the emotional beats of the series. Huh. This is about how well, the band doesn't have an actual album, so the, the series is about them making an album, and the band is basically trying to like make them like hip and and cool or whatever. Huh? It's that's one of those neat. stories where it's like, oh, this new upper company manager tries to make this old band hip again, yeah. but Lauren said. That's not their style, and people actually do still like their style. Huh. That's kind of neat. Yeah. It's a good trailer to watch. <laughs> anyway. Dang it, I still that... have my tab from earlier uh, open, and now I've accidentally got Hey Ya stuck in my head. I'll, I'll survive, don't worry. Mm-hmm. Anyway, though. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so this is... Um, not to give it too much of an intro because it doesn't matter, but basically this is set in a world where the, you know, honestly, it's like the country bears. Okay, the Muppets were already a thing, and they've already, like, gone off the air and broken up and all gone their own ways. And so it's up to, you know, just yes, like the country bears, it's up to the only Muppet living out in the world that's not already connected to the Muppets to get them all back together. Basically, if you've seen the first Muppet movie, this is basically usually kind of following a similar beat of getting the band back together. That's also true, yes. I might have accidentally stumbled on a thesis. Probably saying, this pro- that probably says more about the country bears than it does the Muppets. But also getting the band back together is like a, a thing. That's a trope already. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Hey, Kat, remember the country bears? I try not to. <laughs> I try very hard not to. Maybe you know that episode, right? If not, I will make Jojo listen to it, but no, I try very hard to forget that episode. <laughs> I ended up liking it. Spoiler like alert. Fuck. Okay, you know what? You also told us Million Dollar Duck was good, and they I fucked did not. applesauce. I want to hear shit about what you think I. Did not tell you Million Dollar Duck was good. I said all I knew you about it was the title, which sounded weird. Good. No, you I thought it was good. No, I remembered my favorite Martian being good because I watched it back when I was a kid. Million Dollar yeah, Duck, I knew nothing about going into. I said the title sounded like it might be something fun, and then he it put wasn't. Mustard in applesauce, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, no, It'll that's gatekeeping. What? Baby, if you're gonna throw up, aim the other way, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
I said that like I could visibly feel him heave. Yeah, no, yeah, it's the applesauce it's crimes the, happening. Yeah, happening. No, in that I, movie. I will not do. I will pull up at some point, baby. I will pull up what she put in this goddamn applesauce. Please, no. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I had to hear it, baby. We hurt the ones we love, sweetheart. Let me love you. Oh, I love you so fucking hard. Okay, I know we filmed this at night, but that, do we want this to be an after dark podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Did I say we filmed this at night? Hang on. <laughs> Shall we talk about the Muppets now, fella? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the Muppets. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. um, <laughs> Inexplicably, to a real human family, a Muppet mm-hmm. child has been born. And it does make me wonder how often this happens. Because at the very well, least... Do you see the parents? Do what? Do uh, have- yes, we do. We at least oh, see... Oh, yeah, yeah, we do. We, I don't know if we ever see them 100% on screen, but we see enough to, to know that they are both human. Because, like, we yeah. definitely at least oh, see, like, ways... Yeah, I just remember the opening scenes where it's, yeah. like, they're doing the whole, like, writing on... marking on the doorway to see how tall you got in thing. Exactly, yes, yeah. So we see, like, enough chunks of their bodies during those scenes together that they are human. But so like it's it's not like the country bears, which was we found a stray bear on the side of the road and decided to raise him as a human, which does still have the implication that that can probably happen for any other bear in this universe if you were to raise them as a human. But this has the implication that Muppetness is quite possibly just a random mutation either among humans or among all animals, meaning like frogs could randomly mutate and have a baby that's a frog muppet like kermit so on and so forth or any human can by way of random genetic variants have or give birth to a baby that is any form of muppet which is very have we seen the grandparents because it might be we have not type of thing where one of the grandparents is a muppet to my knowledge we have not seen the grandparents and that is fair walter could be the secret grandchild of like beaker or something I will not roll that out. I mean, we also see that there's <laughs> other Muppets besides the titular Muppets. With the, we see like a handful of them, which is mm-hmm. odd. Yeah, we, we see the two who work for the bad guy. I forget both of their names. Mm-hmm. And we see the Muppets, whose names are all just the existing Muppets that they're parodying, but with like O's added in. So mm-hmm. like... Quick question. Because one thing that Jojo and I were debating on... The answer is probably I don't know. <laughs> well, the dragon movement... No, just to, it's not like a do you know or not, just do you guys agree? I don't know. The dragon movement, did that not look like a weird hybrid of Sam the Eagle's head pasted on like a miniature cookie monster body? I'm gonna have his to... his head did not match his body at all. The dragon with the British accent. Deadly is his name. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, that's not one of the Muppets. That is um, a Muppet. He's called, yeah, Uncle Deadly or something like that. But mm-hmm. literally, though, did it not look like some weird bastardized versions of Sam the Eagle's head, like, copy-pasted on Cookie Monster's body? Because it's not Gonzo. His body was too blue. He is his own uh-huh. guy, but that might honestly be, like, the design inspiration. No, I know, but that's, I, I get that he's his own Muppet. Yeah. Not person, but just that's when it reminded the two of us. We were like, his head does not match his body. Yeah, that might be like the design inspiration for him, which is, huh, hadn't mm-hmm. thought about. 
Maybe I just need to look at him again, but he looks scrawny. Too scrawny to be the Cookie Monster. Well, he's got, like, unexpectedly big hands. He looks like a Cookie Monster did Atkins. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, before we get too deep into this, let's actually get into the movie and we can go back to this once we get to him. There we go. Um, I popped a picture into the chat just in case. But his... um, the words anyway uh there we go but yeah so we we open on a montage of walter our new muppet kid and his brother gary the human who's played by jason siegel um and also a handful of other people during this montage um basically it's your basic growing up montage um instead of like showing we like I think we get a handful of like the shots of their lives in general, but then also the main focus of it is like, you know, the measuring stick along the door of like measuring how Jason Siegel gets taller over the years, but Walter has horrifically not physically aged at all. And I think I'm being told to be quiet. I'm being told I need to get Grace into bed. Uh Hi Julie. It's your favorite. Uh, I'm your favorite over Steven, because I'm not loud like Steven is. Okay, so I'm gonna be I'll be right back. Oh, I'm not the one she fucking yells at, Steven. <laughs> we made some tasty food tonight, Beer. Neat. What was it? We did stuffed bell peppers. It nice. was stuffed with ground beef and pork and rice and cheese. We got to mm-hmm. tweak the feeling a little bit, but it came out pretty dang good, didn't it, baby? Oh, yeah. And nice. we got folding chairs and, like, a little table so we could chill out on the balcony. I got fresh herbs. I have fresh herbs for my balcony now. Because oh, I know you guys have you guys are pretty bitching about my store. I've got fancy, I've got a little itty-bitty baby mint plant that I'm going to grow, and I got basil. Nice. I'm happy. My tax turn came. But, so anything new with you? Mm, nothing much. But, yeah, um... How, how I Met Your Mother, often I've read it as this Himmy, him, H-I-M-Y-M, it's an American yeah. sitcom created by Craig Thomas and <laughs> Carter Bays for CBS. The series which aired from September 19, 2005 to March 31st, 2004, follows the main character, Ted Mosby, I and his group of friends in New York City's Manhattan as a framing device. Ted in 2030 recounts to his son Luke and daughter Penny the events from September 2005 to May 2013 that led led him to meet their mother. How I Met Your Mother is a joint production by Bayes and Thomas Productions and in 20th Century Fox T- Television and syndicated by 20th Television, now Disney ABC Domestic Television. My problem is I'm stuck between seeing Jason Siegel as Marshall from How I Met Your Mother, but also I remember him from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. The series I was loosely inspired by Thomas and Bayes, his friendship, when they both lived in New York. The vast majority of episodes were directed by Pamela Fryman, who directed 196 episodes out of 208. 
the other director uh, Rob Greenberg, seven episodes, Michael Shea, four episodes, and Neil Patrick Harris, one episode. I fucking love Neil Patrick Harris. He is a national treasure. Known for his husband and their kids are adorable. Known for its unique structure, humor, and incorporation of dramatic elements, How I Met Your Mother was popular throughout its run. Is initially received positive reviews upon release, but reception became more (laughs) mixed. Is that (laughs) what's happening? I'm back. What's happening? The show was nominated for 91 (laughs) rewards and received 21. In 2010, (laughs) Allison won the People's Choice Award for Favorite TV Comedy Actress. (laughs) 2012. What are you doing? What did I miss? Seven years after the premiere, the series won for People's Choice Awards. Netflix TV Comedy. And Neil Patrick Harris won the award for Favorite TV Comedy Actor Trice. What happened? Premise. The series falls with eventually Ted must be played by Josh Radner and his love life as a single man. The story is narrated by Bob Saget as Ted Mosby 25 years later. Which I have never understood. I don't know why. No, seriously, pause. That was Bob Saget narrating? Yes, and I Mm -hmm. don't know why. Josh Radner's already... Josh Radner's oh. already an adult. Why does he age into Bob Saget? That made no fucking sense. Oh my god. Dogs, if you're gonna be in here, don't fight and be loud. Go. Hop up on the bed or something. Auto move! Go. Go. You had to step away for like five seconds. So, did uh, amongst yourselves about Muppets and Bob Saget? What ha- what happened while I was gone? Why was a why? It sounds like the Wikipedia page for How I Met Your Mother being read. The story goes into a flashback. Start, oh it starts God. in two thousand five. With 27-year-old Ted Mosby living in New York City and working as an architect, the narrative deals primarily with his best friends, including the long-lasting couple Marshall Elkins, Jason Seger, and Lily Adrian, Allison Hengren, womanizing playboy Bonnie Stilson, Nell Patrick Harris and Canadian news reporter Robin and Shapebeth there. Sherbatsky. Sherbatsky. Me and Kat have just come up with the perfect title. All of the characters' lives are intertwined. The series explores many storylines, including a real day, won't day relationship between Robin and each of the two single men, male friends. And it's exactly as entertaining as it sounds. The ups and downs of the characters' careers. 
Okay. So, where are we in the Muppets, though? We where you left off. First 15 minutes. <laughs> We're still in the childhood montage. Okay, well, the, the, monta- the point is the montage happens, and then they're adults. <laughs> Yeah, and y'all were discussing the biological differences between humans and the variants thereof as Muppets and whether or not it's they're two separate species or it's a genetic mutation amongst the populace. Oh, Kat, BT-dubs, Julie says hi. Oh, hi? What? Because before I left, you said to tell her hi. Oh, uh, cool. i confused. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, don't you remember that? She's currently out of the room, um... Oh. Composing herself. No, you're not. You're in here. You're talking to us right now. (laughs) Okay. So, anyway, the point of the montage, one is to show that they're brothers and they grew up together, obviously. But also, people were mean to Walter and picked on him. I don't really remember why. Because he liked the Muppets. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's right. Yeah, he was already internally dealing with i'm weird there's something different about me and then he ended up falling in love with the muppets because he was like hey they're like me which yeah they fucking are maybe there's something to that and we should explore it but yeah which a different movie would do and this one won't which is also fair because i don't know if i'm into that (sighs) but yeah also people made fun of him they live in a town in a town that's called small town not to be confused with smallville which is where superman is from (laughs) Mm -hmm. in this one Everyone just coordinates a musical number at the start of the day because fuck it. Not at the not even at the start of the day, like over the course of the day almost. Do we and actually it find out seems to be only a phenomenon between the three main characters that's not one of the name or established Muppets. That is true. When the th- when it ends, everyone else is like, oh my god, we can go home. So it does seem like this is mostly centered on Gary. And Walter, and then by extension, Gary's girlfriend, Mary, who is a school teacher. And that's basically mm-hmm. all we really get of her during the montage. Because I know she's a really good singer, but when she had to do her own song and dance numbers, I'm sorry. That woman looked dead behind the eyes. I mean... Like, this is what my career has come to. <laughs> oh, Kat. By the way, Julie said hi. Hi, Julie. Happy you already favorite. said that. I'm not going to text her again. Okay, I will but, say that you said she's that you're her favorite. It's okay. I texted her. <sighs> but yeah, basically. Anyway. The tablet. He says hi to everybody too. Aw, hi cranberry. Hi anyway. cranberry. He's anyway. dancing with his new collar. Aw. Any. <laughs> anyway. And moving on. Did you post the new caller in the Discord? If not, you should. Um, I sent it to you directly. I haven't posted it in the Discord yet, but I will later. There we go. Anyway, not the point. The point is, um, <coughs> this is also like two weeks out from um, Gary and Mary's um, ten year anniversary, <laughs> which Julie summed up perfectly by saying ten years and these two still aren't married. Give it a minute, I guess. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Um, they are going I mean, to. Some they're going to just go what? a different flow. That's fair. Granted, granted, this is not one of those couples, but <laughs> no. Yeah, we find out that uh, one of them, Mary, is very unhappy <laughs> with the current state of affairs, which is like, which is fair because 
And again, this isn't... I'm putting way more characterization into this than I need to be, but... Which isn't... Like, it's not really Gary's fault. Basically, over the course of their childhood, he has had to gravitate toward Walter so much because basically everybody else picked on Walter, so he ended up kind of being Walter's only friend. By extension, making Walter his only friend because other people probably didn't hang out with him all that much because Walter was weird and so forth. So they've developed into a very yeah. codependent relationship that will be explored minorly. I feel like that also should have gotten more screen time later like on. The movie portrays it, it seems like Walter took it in stride, but Gary is kind of developing slight codependency. There we go, yes. Uh, but the point is, though, that this has also impacted his relationship with Mary, and is probably at least part of the reason that they're not even that they're not married yet. Even though Mary very much wants to be, but it seems like for some reason I don't know if she just hasn't brought it up because she feels like she shouldn't or or whatever, or she has and has been like blown off to some degree. Not really sure which would be better. Uh, probably the first one, I guess. But. <sighs> All of but, that to say, yeah. that's why at this point they're not married yet, because, like, unfortunately, Gary is splitting himself between these two relationships and probably giving more of himself to his relationship with Walter. Yeah, because this Gary and Mary had planned to go to <laughs> Gary and LA Mary. Yes. before the 10th anniversary. Yes. But they also, well, Gary has decided to bring. Walter along. Yeah, he says that Mary's cool with it, which she probably is. I'm sure she doesn't mm. hate Walter. I'm sure she does like being around him overall. Yeah, but at the and same time, like, I think it's like Walter doesn't seem to have a like at least not as much as a codependency with Gary as Gary yeah. does with Walter because Walter me when Gary tells him that he's coming along. Walter immediately asks, what does Mary think? Yeah, his first thought is, is Mary cool with that? Which, again, I'm sure she is fine being around him enough that, like, would have also still said yes, but definitely probably felt like she had to say yes because of everything else. You're gonna hate me. What, what? Sorry, no, I haven't to fix the couch cushion. I'm apologizing to Barry. Oh, I thought I thought I heard you say Gary, and I was like, what? No, no, I'm Fixing my couch cushion and Barry is about to be offended. Okay. Ow. Oh, that's fucking shin bone. You shut up and stop laughing at me. <laughs> I'm being emotionally abused. My boyfriend's loving and my pain. <laughs> Give me that shock look. You were but speaking of laughing at someone's pain. Anyway, continue. Mary, Mary and Walter go to LA and go to the Muppet Studio. Yeah, which... In fairness, probably would be a neat tour in real life, not in the mm -hmm. version here that's all run down and shit. That sucks. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, Mickey Rooney's here for like a minute. I just noticed him. He has like a real quick cameo. They've got a lot of people that just do like really fast cameos. Um, mm -hmm. <sighs> words. Um, but yeah, basically the place is all run down, all cobwebby, all of that jazz, which part of that's expected because in universe we already know that the Muppets have Ended and broken up since then. The studio has been closed all this time. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> it also means that their tour is not very in-depth because the guy walks them near Kermit's office and is like, you should see it sometime. Anyway, let's go this way. 
<laughs> it's like, buddy. At the very least, let open the door and let him look inside. But Walter, being such a fan, says, oh, that's Kermit's office. I must for sure go check that out. And he goes in. He sneaks into he sneaks away from the tour group somehow without Gary noticing, seemingly or without Gary and Mary noticing, seemingly. Huh, wonder I pulled that off. Anyway, not the point. Um, <laughs> and goes and sneaks into Kermit's office, which is where we find out that, I guess, uh, Sattler, and, blah, 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 blah. Sattler and Waldorf, I guess, must have taken over ownership of this place, at least in terms of making any legal decisions about it, which is mm -hmm. a little surprising, but honestly, also probably kind of fair. Like, if anyone would maintain ownership of the studio, you'd think probably Kermit, but I guess they. I guess it also makes sense for the two of them. I think. I think they're the ones who technically own the land. Well, well, Kermit was like leasing it, probably something like that, which would make sense. Like with their part overall and Muppet stuff, just being like the two guys who are hanging out on the fringes, just making jokes to themselves. If like they're mm -hmm. just the landlords, who, like checking in or something. Yeah, because it's like. Kermit would have still have a chance if Kermit was the one who was currently owning it. Yeah, he could have just made the movie shorter by saying, oh, no. "I don't feel like selling anymore." Yeah, well, because we find out that he has been fooled by the guy we're about to be introduced to. He thinks that it is for the thing that he says. Um, what was this guy's name again? <laughs> because it's a lot. Uh, what was uh, da -da 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 -da. Tex Richmond? That's it. That's a mm -hmm. hell of a name. And his Muppet henchmen, Uncle Deadly and Bobo the Bear, who I don't know if their names are said or ever said on screen for this. At least not that I caught, but it might have been. Um, I think Deadly is. Okay. Deadly's name is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because later on when he defects, he's like, I might have a sinister name, but I'm a good guy. And it's like, yes, you are, sir. Mm -hmm. at a, at a, after a certain point, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but. But basically, he's like, <laughs> they do the sign contract signing. Yeah, right there in Gatlin, the office. Baldorf, basically, one of them is for one to basically state uh, if Kermit is able to correct like ten $1 million dollars. No, it's it's ten. Uh, it's the 10 amount million. they're going for is ten million. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. There's a there's a clause in. The contract, it's your standard movie allowing clause, which is that if the Muppets collectively can make or can rustle up the ten million uh, ten million dollars needed for, I guess, the lease fee. I don't fucking know um, by a certain by a specific date, which would be when the contract expires, I guess, then yeah. they would maintain ownership and text here would not be able to buy it, mm -hmm. which yeah, I think <laughs> the calls is said it's like. If they're able to give it $10 million, they'll be the ones to be able to buy it. For basically. Them, to Richmond. Yeah, basically. And yeah, they would be buying it back from Statler and Waldorf instead of Tex buying it. But um, at the time, you know, he says that's totally fine. We'll just see how things play out because Tex himself is saying that he grew up with the Muppets. He's a huge Muppets fan. He is wanting to make this place into a museum. And at the time, for some reason, because I guess. Uh, I wasn't quite with it, but when I was first watching, I was like, oh, that seems pretty cool. I wonder what's going to happen from here. Not piecing together that obviously that's a lie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so after Statler and Waldorf leave, like satisfied with the, their five minute meeting, um, he, he immediately breaks kayfabe and turns to his henchmen to be like, yeah, so we're not doing that. It turns out the geological survey has uh, found a massive oil deposit underneath the studio. It, the way he talks, it almost sounds like it might be like centered right there under Kermit's office, but that could just be me misinterpreting. <laughs> I don't know about California oil money laws, but I, I would assume the studio would be like in the middle of the city, and I don't yeah. think a city he, council would allow a like oil mining. Yeah, spot you would think. To- because, like, this is shown to, like, even though it's run down and whatever, like, it's still, like, closed off in its own section of the city, like, on its own studio lot, hypothetically, mm-hmm. or theoretically surrounded by fucking other studios that may or not still be active. So I cannot think that this guy thinks he's actually going to get away with, like, in a straight-up oil mining operation. But, you know, you, know, you, need, you need a thing to drive the plot. <laughs> yeah, but I think a funny ending than... Oh what yeah, it would be if he'd been like successful. Been just said, "Oh, turns out that he can't mind it due to OSHA, <laughs> well, not yeah. OSHA, like, like EPA, EPA, or like the yeah, ace, like a studio's version of a home association." Order. Oh yeah, okay, and, and HOA, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that would have been really funny, like if. All of this ended in failure, and we actually, like, flashed forward a couple weeks to, like, Kermit and the others sitting around, like, oh, man, I guess we really did lose, huh? And then Tex is bursting into the room and slapping the contract in Kermit's face, like, they said I can't even drill for oil here. What the hell? I don't even need this place now. That would have been really funny. (laughs) But um, this does... He manages to, I think, hold it together long enough for Tex and... Deadly and Bobo to leave the room, but this breaks Walter. <laughs> we get a, a little mini montage of him just screaming like all the way back to their hotel, like screaming, meeting back up with Gary and Mary, screaming on the trolley, screaming like going into their hotel room, and then like finally managing to like calm down. I think because uh, I think because Gary like finally gives him a hug or something. <laughs> <laughs> but and this so this is where he tells them like hey turns out bad shit we gotta go and save the day <sighs> I gotta catch my breath <sighs> so yeah they go to Curtis' <laughs> house there's a gag about them like Gary helping Walter hop the fence but yeah Walter just <laughs> on the electrical fencing <laughs> yeah and then, like, it collapses to the ground and is like, throw me again. And it's like, buddy, I don't think you're going to make it. <laughs> but, fucking... but then, well, then Kermit descends from heaven. A.K.A. Yeah. there's a car, like, he gets out of the car that was, like, I God, guess it's like a... that, or a taxi that he took. Yeah. Like, right as a choir group drives by. Mm-hmm. It's such a good bit. I love when they do that, where, like, it'll be, like, the... But then it's actually just, like, people in the background doing it instead of, like, actually being from God or something. Eh. Always, always good. Always funny. But 
Um, but yeah, so they, they tell Kermit what's going on. At first, he doesn't want to believe it because they, I guess he must have either already met um, this text dude or heard about the deal because he thinks it's legit as far as he knows. <sighs> but like, not that it takes him a lot of convincing or anything like that. It's just like, no, yeah, I met that guy. He seems pretty cool. Well, actually, you're wrong. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. That, I don't know what that voice was. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> not beans. But um, but yeah, so they the obviously. Famous voice. <laughs> but um, <laughs> god damn it! But yeah, so they they talk it out, real or figure out what they've got to do. The the guys have all been scattered, so they've got to get everyone back together. I don't remember who they go to first. I think uh, I think they go to um, is his name Rock, the one that says Rocka Rocka. Okay, yeah, 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 it is, it is Posse. Yeah, Posse. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they they decide they've got to get the, uh, the band back together, and I forget if this is where they decide on a telethon, or if that, like, is their plan, like, once they actually get everyone together, and that's what they decide. Either way, that's ultimately what it's going to be. after they get everyone together. Okay. But yeah, ultimately what? that's what it's going to be, is they decide to no, do a they telethon. No, they like... Oh, we have to do put on one last show to buy the studio. There we go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so their first stop is in Re- Where's Reno, this fucking too. 80s robot from, by the way? Is he in other Muppet stuff and I just don't know because I haven't seen a ton of Muppet stuff? Like, what the hell is this? Uh, you mean 80s robot? Yeah, 80s robot. What's that about? I think that's just a reference to robots from the movies from the 80s. Always being like that. Okay. Like, I thought he was also, like, a Muppets character or something. And I just, like, I mean, didn't know. He might be. I don't know. I don't know. He looks like Rob, the Nintendo robot. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, yeah, okay. He debuted in this movie. So, yeah, they just made him up for this. Uh, Anyway, <laughs> not the point, though. He, the, Rob, like, Rob, uh, 80s robot is really only, only in a couple scenes. Um, I think he's their driver, though, for all of this, uh, the mm-hmm. car section. Um, But, yeah, but, they, yeah they, they, they get... Fozzy, he's doing. He claims that he's doing solo shows, but he's like acting, doing shows for a kind of like a knockoff group yeah. of Muppets. This shit's sad. They're like, it's not even like they're like performing in Vegas, and it's just that he's like, you know, still wanted to perform, so he found a bunch of lookalikes or something. No, they're in like uh, fucking Chuck E. T's in Reno. Mm-hmm. They- With the. A band and called it the seems to be implied that all the other casts have like their own like dressing rooms, while Bossy yeah! is living in an alley. Dressing room is just the back alleyway. Yeah, fucking what is that? What's that about? Why y'all gonna do Fozzie dirty like that? He deserved that. We we are skipping over like the musical numbers so far, but it's like I mean, you, Muppet movie you expect musical numbers. I did really yeah. like um, the the I'm sad song for for kermit where he's like kind of walking through his house and all of his pictures from the old days like turn into all of the muppets like talking at him and stuff that was pretty neat um but yeah fucking i don't even think they sing an actual song here i think it's just them kind of like this doo 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 doing for like a minute but like it's a lot there's a like a, a knockoff of hang on i looked them up a second ago who all is in here uh, there's a knockoff piggy, and that fucking knockoff piggy is terrifying. Isn't it? Opening a shiv in the middle of a car. 
That too. Okay, yeah. There's a knockoff Piggy, who I think is just called Poogie. There's the knockoff Kermit, who's probably like Kermit or something. Because I know their knockoff version of Rolf is like Rules. And then what's mm-hmm. the other lady's name? Janice, I think. So it's probably like mm-hmm. Junus. And later on, there's a knockoff of Fozzie, knockoff. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, basically, Kermit and Fozzie has have a scene where they have a heart to heart, which basically just ends with Fozzie agreeing to come. Yeah. Oh, they did actually sing a little bit of a song, a parody of Rainbow Connection. Oh, they have a human as their version, as their knockoff of Animal. That's that's fucked up. <laughs> that's <laughs> fucked up. He's called Animal, and he's a human man. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't. I don't like that at all. Steven. Do what? I don't think anybody likes that. No, you're not wrong. Because, because, uh, yeah, I mean, like that is the point. But like, oh, oh, God, that's. Oh God! Mm-hmm. Uh, but to move along, uh, next character is Gonzo. He's running a plumbing business. Yeah, what? <laughs> Between it Gonzo, very quickly. Yeah, it does. Eighties, eighties robots suggest a montage to get the rest of the game to save yeah. on time. Yeah, but first though, because they like they state that Gonzo is like. I the the third. Like, well, my story was super interesting, and it was really like, hey, I'm yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I do enjoy that. That was fun. It literally shows like Electric Mayhem like performing somewhere, and then just a big hook grabs them. But no, I want to point out for a second that it says Gonzo is like the third most, um, the third richest plumbing magnate on the West Coast or some shit. So it's like it feels like between him and at least Piggy, probably a couple of the others, like. They sh- they could have probably solved this without the telephone, or at least without the telephone needing to be the full ten million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but whatever, <laughs> that is also true. That's not wrong. Um, and the only other one that I remember off the top of my head is that Beaker and Bunsen. It looks like they're working for NASA, and like Beaker accidentally gets like shrunk down super small. So Bunsen's like, "Yeah, I guess we'll go with you guys." And it's like, <laughs> I hope they fixed him, which it looks like they did. But like, oh god. <laughs> Honey, I shrunk them. <laughs> yeah, his beeps were so high now. I love it. But, but yeah, they figure out that Miss Piggy is in Paris, but she can't travel by car to, but you can travel by map. Yeah, I love that. And you have fucking Emily Blunt as your secretary. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and... she's an editor for Vogue Paris. I wasn't quite sure what it was Piggy was doing there. But yeah, to... Speed things up because it's pretty sure we're already like at <laughs> we're we're the, almost an hour in. Badly, almost an hour in. So speed things along. Miss Peggy says she won't join the gang. They go yeah. back to L.A. They get the knockoff Miss Piggy. Yeah, what the Miss- fuck, <laughs> Miss Poogie. Mm-hmm. Um. That just sounds dirty. Yeah, which this movie fucked me a couple times because I thought for sure that this meant that like they would get like halfway into the telethon and like then Piggy would like surprise show up at the last minute. But no, like they they only have to deal with Poogie for like a minute. Out and I love it. Do what? What? I'm sorry. No, just the scene where Piggy calls Kermit out. Oh yeah. Well, before that, did they? She's already like, okay, I don't have time for this shit. 
Dopey. But no, sorry. What, what was that beer? Uh, was that during the original meeting or when Miss P comes back? I forget. Conversations no, run together in my head. Anyway. They have their initial meeting and Miss Piggy already says, we need to have time. Moi et toi. Me and you alone, and she starts calling him out, and then right after that, she's like, "Bitch, you can't even say you need me." It's always, "Oh, we need you." Oh yeah, yeah. And Kermit literally pulls the bullshit line of, "You make me say things that hurt you." No, bitch. <laughs> you know she's fucking dramatic. You goddamn Cajun appetizer. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Cajun appetizer. <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah, yeah. They need. They probably need to they need figure therapy. things out between them. But that's for a different movie. Yeah, I think that might because... have happened in the TV show or something. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I remember there being something about them having gotten divorced. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They Not the point. Many times at this point. So yeah, yeah they they able to convince a studio exec. To let them have a telephone because <laughs> barely they the barely hit, convinced her. A hit TV show just ended up being canceled due to well, the show was like Punch Teacher, which yeah. was a show about a reality TV show about people punching teachers. Yeah, okay. Was taken suddenly taken off of the air due to the the teachers union suing them. Yeah, it's <laughs> a really good bit. And they brought Kim Jong in for it. I'm always happy to see him. Love that guy. Um, There's he was so the... many celebrity cameos. We loved it. Yeah, mm-hmm. there are a lot. It's really good. Um, my foot is like aggressively trying to fall asleep on me. Stop it. Anyway, uh, anyway, be. they go back to the studio. Miss Piggy shows up. Notice Dude. that we barely have mentioned Gary and Mary. That's because, kind of like I said before, they. Like, throughout a lot of this, just fall into the background. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Miss Piggy, he fights off the <laughs> yeah. knockoff. Yeah. And she was like, I'll be yeah. back, or some jazz. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, um, we do we do see her later. Which because... is friend of Kermit's plan, Bubba Muppet's plan, and it starts oh, being right. enraged to stop them. Oh, um, I should say because it, because it ends up coming back. Um, the the other one that I re- remembered as far as recruiting everybody was uh, when they got Animal. Apparently, he was at an anger management thing. Which seeing the sign out front for some reason, I for sure thought it was going to be Piggy uh, at the anger management thing instead of Animal. But the Animal also makes sense. But yeah, and his handler is Jack Black. Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, it was like a celebrity rehab kind of kind of deal. So it was like Jack Black, and we have a handful of other celebrity cameos there. Um, this matters though because the uh, network exec says that if the says that if they're going to do this telethon, they have to get a celebrity guest. Which first off, Kermit's like, "But I'm a celebrity," and she's like, ha, 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 "No." Uh, so you need you need someone who's currently a celebrity. So fucking who all who all is it that goes? It's Piggy. I want to say Bunsen and Beaker. Um, I think maybe Animal, but I don't remember for sure. And I know the Swedish chef goes. Animal is like kept back until the very end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, control. But yeah, before that happened, 
We do get the whole Gary May subplot of yeah, they like Mary be <sighs> doing stuff by herself and like hmm. This is one of those things that should they should have dealt with much earlier in their relationship. Yeah, it really is. And I can't <laughs> really blame Mary, but also, like, I don't blame Mary because this is probably like just something that eventually bowled over to be where she couldn't handle it anymore. Basically, yeah, it's she's just, always probably felt like it's not her it, place because it's his brother. It's just also very badly timed. Yeah. Because, yeah, um, like, while everybody else is getting ready, the the stuff with Gary and Mary is kind of crammed into, like, two scenes. That's really my main complaint with this movie, is that, like, I feel like the Gary-Mary part wasn't handled super well, but, you know, whatevs. Um, there's a shot of the two of them, like, at their hotel, and she's basically just having trouble getting him to agree to, like, do anything, because he's so preoccupied with helping the Muppets out. So she says she's going to go off on her own. She has been reading a thesaurus so that like throughout the whole whole scene, she's using like different uh, synonyms for the word alone, Um, which culminates in a like combination solo slash duet with herself and Piggy, uh, her Mary at a restaurant by herself, Piggy in her dressing room, both of them singing um, a song. What is it? Party for myself. Basically, mm-hmm. just both going over like their different feelings toward their own, uh, their own man, not treating them good. Um, but then, like all of that ends with uh, Gary. Forgot his name for a second. With Gary uh, going into Walter's dress, or uh, Walter at this point has been invited to actually be in the show. I think by Kermit or uh, might have been Scooter, one of the two of them. Um, but is like kind of panicking in his dressing room, like, oh my god, what am I going to do? I don't have a talent, which is a fair thing. That could be something neat. If if the movie didn't ha- feel like it had to cram in the Gary and Mary thing, we could instead have had, like, a few scenes of himself and pos- either one of the Muppets or even Gary experimenting with, like, different things and, like, slapstickly failing. So, you know, just what could have been. But, um, so he's panicking. Well, uh, Gary comes in asking for advice because he hasn't figured out yet why Mary's mad at him. <laughs> um, uh, Walter himself... I will say, I think one way to like keep the number of characters but to streamline things so where you get more yeah. scenes of like Walter's character development would be to be like Gary May, probably or May, or just very chill with just being a couple, like boyfriend and girlfriend. Ah. And just change for anniversary bit to like, oh, this was Walter's birthday. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, instead of it making like Walter has put a strain on their relationship without meaning to, instead, exactly like you said, they're both fine. Maybe even they've both developed a codependency and are both feeling too protective of Walter. You can make it be like that's their arc, is that they both realize they need to step away and let him uh, grow up and be out on his own here with the Muppets. But yeah, so like that could have been their thing is like realizing to to let go of him or whatever. But yeah, but basically, Gabe realizes that he has a codependency with Walter. Yeah, and it's like he goes to the hotel room, but May has already gone home. Yeah, and so this is where like because he's he's finally realized like oh shit, it's literal. 
like he it's not that he forgot about i mean he forgot about their anniversary but it's not like the the classic like oh guy doesn't know when our anniversary thing is it's like he got so caught up in doing this that he wasn't paying attention to what day it was to realize oh monday tuesday wednesday thursday have all passed and now it is friday and you're the day that is our anniversary and you're not like pausing everything else like you said that you would and so he finally realizes what day it is what's going on runs back to the hotel sees that mary's gone she's left him a letter that's like two sentences long saying that she's going home uh we get honestly really good song of Mm -hmm. both him himself and um i keep wanting to call him marshall but that's because that's jason siegel's character from how i met your mother uh but Mm -hmm. walter himself and walter both trying to figure themselves out uh we we get um gary his crisis is am i a man or a muppet we we get like reflections in windows and shit of like a muppet version of himself Walter having the same crisis, am I a man or a Muppet? And then, um, I forgot the actor's name, but the guy who plays Sheldon in Big Bang Theory, uh, Big Bang mm-hmm. Theory, Jim Parsons, that's his name, um, playing like a human version of Walter, <laughs> which mm-hmm. culminates in like the two of them, the both pairs, like doing a piano quartet, quattro, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, two duos. But basically, it ends with Gary coming home and apologizing to Mary. That, yes. But also abandoning Walter and all the Muppets. Which is kind of like, like this is one of those things that's like, yeah, I can't be mad at Mary and Gary. Because this is like a very important like thing that they had to deal with. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, it, mm, it feels like this could have been done either before or after the big, like, super important, like, thing. Yeah. Because, like, the urgency of this is brought up, like, so suddenly that it takes away from what's supposed to be, like, the main conflict of the plot. Uh, that being the urgency of we have to get a show together in, like, zero time. So it's, you know, like, again, I don't hate it, but it, it just feels like the Gary Mary thing could have been handled mm. differently so as to like play into the Muppet stuff instead of like tr- almost trying to be its own separate plot, but yeah. still like started because of the Muppet stuff, if that makes any sense. <laughs> but anyway, <coughs> yeah, Ooh, ow, gave myself a headache. Anyway, but anyway, the, they get Jack Black to be the celebrity host by kidnapping him. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's right. Animal did not go on that. Animal was not involved. I think he was surprised when he, when Jack showed up. That's right. Uh, no, Animal was part of it. He was the distraction. Fuck, you're right. Okay. But, yeah. Basically, the Animal, like, also going back to the anger management thing, it turned out that Animal could not play drums anymore because that yeah. would trigger his anger. Yeah, which is... Shit, man. That sucks. <laughs> but he ends up letting the beast rage as he goes back to drumming. <laughs> Which does take a, like, a good while. It's like I think partway into the telephone when he finally actually gets back on the drums. Yeah. If I it's remember, basically yeah. right basically at the start. Okay, okay, yeah. Ah. 
like once we're California has actually started, it's like yeah, okay, yeah, basically yeah. right before he was supposed to go out. Yeah, because yeah, they they do address rehearsal. Um, I almost just called him Muppet instead of calling him Animal. Animal still is not drumming. Everyone is really bad out of time uh, for the rehearsal, and they're because I guess back in the day they were so used to keeping time and hitting their marks. Apparently, based solely on animals drumming, so that that sucks. Um, which is where the movie fucks me a second time because um, Kermit gets frustrated and leaves. He's like, "This is all going so poorly. I might as well just ask Tex to give us the uh, to give us the studio back." In fact, you know what? I'm gonna go do that. Obviously, that doesn't work out. <laughs> this is where we find mm-hmm. out that like he is now working with the um, the Muppets. Not that that actually mm-hmm. ends up coming to anything. Yeah, but... it turns out it the copyright for the name Muppets. That's connected right. To the studio. Yeah, so he's gonna like pass that over to the Muppets so that they can be the real Muppets or some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I, I'm trying. But yeah, so this is where like I thought, okay, Piggy's not uh, obviously already here, so she can't be the like last minute. Um, arrival it's gonna be kermit he's already gone off on his own he's gonna stay gone and like they're gonna have to start the telethon without him and then he's gonna show up and like that'll rally everyone together no he (laughs) he comes back immediately and i just lose an entire plot point that i thought was gonna happen but then doesn't (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and then the rest of the movie is just a telethon yeah yeah exactly the rest of the movie is just a telethon we get like a smattering of celebrity guests um Zach Galifianakis plays a hobo who just wandered in, like, during yeah. rehearsals and then stayed there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, no, he's got a couple of hobo Muppets with him. When we got to this point in the movie, I was in the kitchen cooking, and behind me, all I heard was Jojo going, oh my god, it's Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, what? <laughs> Calls himself Hobo I Joe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, he's he's got, like, two or three hobo Muppets with him. He needed a Seth Rogen, and it would have been the full trinity. God! <laughs> Why didn't we fucking have Seth Rogen? Come on. If anybody should be in a goddamn Muppet movie. Yeah. We got robbed, man. The only It would be the only time a, a Muppet got stoned was with Seth Rogen. Yeah. God. Duh. I mean, unless you're, one of the, unless you're a part of Electric Mayhem. Yeah, those guys are high. Yeah, those guys are already high. Like, holy shit. Um, Anybody outside of them, dude, get fucking beaker high. (laughs) But but yeah, so we we get a a handful of celebrity guests. Um, Selena Gomez and Whoopi Goldberg both show up. I don't know who the kid with them is. Like, it feels like he's got to be from something. I just don't know who he is. Yeah, basically, we sort of just name it off. We're like, holy shit, that's this celebrity. That's that person. That's this celebrity. Yeah. And then we had to check the remote to make sure it wasn't, like, shuffling through random Disney movies. Ha. Ah. Mm-hmm. How many people really needed a paycheck if they're all this And then you got Jack Black, who's like, because he's fucking Jack Black. That's why he wanted to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, Jack Black and is Jack is Black dead. is tied up still. Plays for celebrity house. Yeah. Yeah, they just keep like between uh, between um, acts, they'll just wheel him out on stage and he'll just start screaming, "I'm not here willingly! Somebody, please help me!" And then they'll just uh, wheel him back. 
He's so crazy, baby. What are but, you? Anyway, the... Well, Walter's thing was supposed to get happen early in the telephone, but <laughs> like Walter a... panicked, and they're kind of like, mm, I'll just move on to the next thing. Yeah. And near the end, Hermit and Miss Piggy reconcile and do their, well, their duo, do song. I'll do that. I did kind of like have the feels when he started singing Rainbow Connection. It made me happy because I remember the original yeah. Muppet movie and it gave me feels. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. The human hey. man that was animal is Dave Grohl. <laughs> Wait, what? That was Dave Grohl as anim- as playing Animal in the in the Muppets. Okay, no, so the fake animal, not actually animal. Yeah, no, 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 no the, the fake animal. How the mighty have fallen. Honestly, <laughs> he looks like he's having fun at least. Let me oh, let me pop that in the chat know. real quick. You know, but yeah, doing all this, rich man in 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 the his two goons go to deal with um. Try to cut the, like, his television signal uh, yeah. thing. They they do various things to like try to knock them off the air, basically. But basically, they try to cut off the dish that's on a satellite, and it's oh. like I already forgot the Muppets guy's name. The dragon dude. Yeah. Deadly. Deadly. There you go. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Basically, is this? I know this is where. We hear his name because basically, as they're on top of the roof, it's all three of them, and Richmond gets like addresses deadly by name. Yeah, to, to yeah. Follow him. I have an evil British accent, but at least I have choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he and like he, he says something like, "My name might be Richmond deadly, but I'm a good person." Can't do a maniacal laugh or just laugh. Yeah. So he just says maniacal laugh. Maniacal <laughs> laugh. Maniacal, which to be fair, funny scene the first time it happens. It ends up happening a couple more times, and it doesn't have quite the same hit. But, um, but at this point, while they're climbing for Harry, Deadly basically like knocks like, his ass off of it, and basically does a set like there's a line of like I might have an evil name and an evil British accent, <laughs> but I know in my heart that I'm a Muppet. Yeah. So yeah, he, and he says that he had he'll have the last laugh, which confuses Richmond, and he has to explain that Richmond is incapable of laughing before actually malactly laughing and tossing Richmond off of the tower. Yeah, and then of course punctuating with uh, it by going in. That's how you do a maniacal laugh. You know, I just yeah. remembered there is a shot earlier in the movie. I think it's when they first introduced the fact that like. He's teamed up with the Muppets. Um, Bobo and Uncle Deadly are like left by themselves for a minute, and Bobo does just turn to him and go, "You think we're working for the bad guys?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think you might be." <laughs> What's it? Uncle the Bear. But yeah, basically, Gary and May realize that the Muppets still need them, so they go back. And I love. The- uh, like, I think either Kermit or Scooter asks them how they got there so quick, and she just straight up says, we traveled by map. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And basically, <laughs> they've all, like, all the planned stuff has been, besides well, Walter's thing, was boy gone, 
like has already been done, so you know, Gary and May encourage Walter to go out there. Yeah. And we get a song from Walter and, do, do, do. and they're about to hit ten million, but Richmond, who apparently survived the fall, yeah. well, steals Kermit's car and drives it into a tower, which causes a black, well, causes him, causes the phone line to go down, which yeah. makes yeah, it, it where they're like a dollar off. Yeah, I know. And it's like at that point, someone just grab a dollar. Like, but and then um, I think Kermit like smacks the sign out of frustration. Yeah, it's Fozzie. No, it is Fozzie. You're right. Okay, yeah, Fozzie like ends up hitting the sign. Like we were so and it close. Turns out the last two <laughs> nines so are actually since. Yeah, and he's like, oh well, I guess we were pretty far off after all. Now I don't feel so bad. And it's like, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, basically Richmond kicks them out. But as the Muppets and Gary and May are leaving. There's a huge crowd outside cheering yeah, the Muppets. Yeah, yeah. And someone hands Kermit a dollar and everything is soft. Aww. No kidding. Well, that would have no. been funny. <laughs> but, um, well, the credits start well, seeing that people still love them, the credits still starts rolling and but even though the credits are rolling, the movie is still going. Yeah. And we see a scene of Gonzo. Like, we had to shut it off because there was too much like bad singing and cringe, and we did not watch through the whole credit scene. Sad. Sad for you. We just Basically, the important part is... Um, another, um, another real Walter, quick that we Walter joins with the Muppets. Gonzo, trying to do a stunt, accidentally hits Richmond. Yeah, um, doing brain damage, but she's like finally the... able to laugh. But he also, in his state, signs the studio back over to the Muppets. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's a little. It's like at the beginning of the telethon, uh, Gonzo tried to do head bowling by knocking a bowling pin off of Zach Black's head. Which holy shit! But like his hand got stuck in the in the bowling ball, so he's just been sitting there the whole rest of the time with his arm just still spinning. With the ball stuck to it. And he's like, hey guys, I think I finally figured out how to let go. And like, fucking slams Tex Richmond into a trash can. And I think it actually pops up like a subtitle. Like, legal uh, for legal reasons, we have to say that this did not give him brain damage or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they state that Richmond has signed over the studio of his own free will and definitely not for brain damage. That was it, yeah. Ah. Um, Gary proposes to Mary... Yeah. And she says yes. Miss Piggy states that she is willing to step out of the limelight for a little bit as Miss Her and Kermit go to have some like a quiet vacation. Yeah. Or there's a quiet vacation for Miss Piggy. Which like we immediately see that no the fuck she did not because like it has I don't know if this is actually I don't know now if this was in this movie because um, Disney Plus like immediately popped up um, the next movie, which is like uh, uh, Muppets Must Want. Uh, hang on. Was it Must Wanted? Yeah. Muppets Must Wanted, which was set up as like a direct sequel. So I don't actually know it. I like it's all running together in my head. If this was 
from this movie or like part of the trailer for Most Wanted, but like we have a shot of like her and Kermit, like you know, just in a cabin out somewhere, and like yeah, that's part of the credit scene. Okay, good. So yeah, it um it has like uh Piggy tell Kermit like it's so nice that they're or one of them say it's so nice that they can uh, finally relax or whatever. And then Piggy's like, oh, by the way, Kermit, can you open the front door for no reason at all? And he does, and it's like just a swarm of paparazzi out there, like, trying to get pictures of him on his vacation. And it's like, mm-hmm. motherfucker, you knew. You knew that was happening. You knew they were there. <laughs> uh, I give myself a headache. Don't uh, do that. Let's go, see. go to sleep, because no headache. <laughs> But yeah, so that's that's I mean, movie. We're doing questions another day anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah we're doing questions tomorrow night. Basically, the movie. Yeah. So I don't know where I was going with that. That so. But yeah, so that's that's movie. They ended up obviously with a big musical number, and then the stuff that we talked about during the credits. It's all pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, I like we'll do them plugs during the question wrap up. You do what? I vote we do plugs during the question wrap up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Plugs will still be uh, when we record questions. Um, but I do like them using this as an opportunity to introduce an entirely new Muppet. And I even looked up the guys or the guy who voices slash, I guess, puppeteers, Walter. And like, he's been an actor slash puppeteer for like a good long time. Uh, having done, I think, smaller characters within Muppets and on Sesame Street, just kind of bouncing between those and like some more projects. So this was also like a big, like, you're like, you finally made it moment for him too, which is really cool. Mm hmm. But, but yeah, so um, that does it for the recap. We'll hit questions tomorrow night. You guys will get that immediately because there'll just be a transition noise. I'm going to go take some Tylenol. <laughs> what? I'm going to go snore and put my fuzzy fox mask on. Your what? What? Oh, fuzzy socks. I heard. I don't fuzzy know what I thought I heard. Fuzzy fox mask. A sleep mask. Fuzzy fox mask. I, I thought, it, I think I heard fuzzy flops back on and then told my stuff that you were saying socks yeah but anyway see you next time in the christian segment right now (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah there was also that no that's right instead of like answering his instead of like answering gary's question mary just goes or no she she says menomena and then those two just pop up and like that's also going throughout the credits and it's like fucking what (laughs) I feel weird not doing an intro because we don't need to now. But uh do questions, I guess. Better, no. Welcome to Disney right, Myers Mailbag Edition. Yeah, Great. right. There we go. Welcome to the back half of the Muppets episode. Or not but even like, half, the back trunk. Yeah, I like beers better, the mailbag edition. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me pop into everyone in real quick, just in case. This will be the uh, the bonus features on the DVD. Mm-hmm. This is for the Patreon. There, there you we go. go. It's for the higher levels of Patreon. Ha! <sighs> okay, there we go. And we did not have any on Twitter, so it's just the mailbag. Awesome. Starting yar. What beer? What are you doing? What are you posting? What are you doing? Beer. You doing? All right, Tarnas. Yes. <laughs> just say what we're recording. What? He's just. They're just I, saying what we're recording. I, I already did. I thought. 
What? Whatever. Stop uh, confusing. I didn't me. see good questions. <laughs> anyway, uh, so let me see. First one is Ash, who uh, hopped in or who joined the Discord officially for uh, the April Fool's Day episode, uh, and hey. is in there as Awful World Kid. What? I said, hey, it's a cool new person. Oh, oh, that, that, okay. Anyway, uh, who says, why is your favorite Muppet? I'm assuming that was supposed to have been who. Or it could be, like, uh, could be Drax from <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. But on a philosophical I don't think... level, why is your favorite Muppet? Why is your favorite Muppet? Mm, yes, why is my favorite Muppet? Why is your favorite Muppet have... your favorite? I don't know if I have a favorite Muppet, but I do always point and get happy every time I see Sweetums on screen. So I guess maybe Sweetums. I always liked Beaker in the French end, the Swedish chef. That's also fair. I like the big guy who gets left behind. Oh, uh, Harry, I think. Yeah. Eh? The big, the the really tall brown Muppet that's always like chasing after the car because he gets left behind. Mm. Oh, 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 oh. The one that always has the full suit. Yeah. Wait, yeah, I think that, yeah, that's Sweetums. Hang on. Let me make sure. I thought I could have sworn his name was Harry. Nope. I could be wrong. Unless, I mean, there are a couple of, like, big full suit ones, so we could also be thinking of different people. Uh, one side. Different Muppets. Dude. Don't be racist. My bad. They're people. Muppets, Muppets are, people, are too. people, Muppets are Muppets. Yeah. And humans are humans, and we're all people. Just like mm-hmm. Data is a robot, but he's still a person. There's a whole episode debating that. Yeah. Lord. Yeah, that's, that's who I was talking about. Okay, yeah, that's Sweetums. Oh, okay. Dang it. Hang on. Stop yawning. Oh, there we go. Mm. Sorry about that, audi- audience, because I'm probably not going to remember to cut that out. Uh... Also, let's be honest, I wouldn't anyway. Right. There we go. Back I'll into the mailbag. It's fine. Okay. Me and is having my moving up today, apparently. <laughs> I had to remember to get rid of all these bots that Mike, that have joined the Discord. Someone remind me to do that at some point. Uh, anyway, Deep Sea, why do we always come here? And, and I pulled up the song so I can remember the next lyric. Hang on one sec. There it goes. I guess I we'll never know. Because of spite. Uh, no, that's uh, Sattler and Waldorf's lines from at least the season five intro of The Muppet Show. Uh, one of them says, why do we always come here? The other one says, I guess we'll never know. It's like a kind of torture to have to watch the show. Well, you see... We all made a pack <laughs> to a Eldritch God called the Mouse yeah. Head. Yeah, for real though. <laughs> and now we're we just made the pack that signed our names on us without our consent. Mm-hmm. Artie. Yes, yeah, Stephen kind of just took our blood and went and made this deal. Don't worry about it. I need, I needed your blood. I needed blood for for a minute. Dan was the only one who figured out how to remove their blood from the pack. That's why they're not here <laughs> anymore. Yeah. They escaped. <laughs> they made a substitution sacrifice that we'll never know of. <laughs> substitution no jutsu. Yeah, it was me, Nero. There we go. There you go. Bop. Mm-hmm. Bop. Bop. Anyway. Uh, then Sidemon, which Muppet do you want to cameo on Sesame Street? I don't really know. Muppets and Sesame Street have always stayed pretty separate. I mean, I guess the I obvious think- answer would be like, Kermit. I think Waldorf just to see them be rude to the Sesame Street no. Muppets. No. No, my alternatively, is, to see them have to rein it in for a minute. My pick is Mark Hamill. <laughs> Wait. Very fair. Excuse Mark me. Hamill on Muppet? Exclusively using the Joker voice. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, like that um, like that short they did for Justice League Now, where he voices like, where it's like all of the different characters that he voices. That was, sure. that was pretty good. 
<laughs> okay, I'll, I'll see if I can. I'll see if I can grab a link for it here in a minute and post that for you guys uh, when we're done. Mm-hmm. There we go. But yeah, anyway, I guess like the obvious choice, of course, would be Kermit or Piggy <laughs> or Sattler and Waldorf, just to watch them have to like be child friendly for a minute. That'd be funny. Kermit and Miss Piggy teach kids about how domestic violence can look funny. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> A whole cooking special with the Swedish chef. Yeah. Swedish chef tries to cook Big Bird. Oh, no. He tries to coax him into the oven. No. Wait, maybe not. Maybe Something we should goes do on the But the Swedish chef has to keep being told that that's not what they're cooking today. He's just, he's not mean. He's just confused. He's convinced. He says, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I want Tom's uh, to go on to the Sesame Street to talk about. How people can be non-binary and how that's okay. Wait, who? Wait, who? Gonzo. Oh, yeah. Gonzo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Non-binary. I like, heard all icon of that Gonzo. except for. I did not wrong. But I heard like all of that except for the specific name of the puppet. I was like, wait, I missed the most important part. Right. We're we're missing a vital <laughs> detail there. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. And then I want to drink for tears of the conservatives after that episode goes out. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, yeah, that would be delicious. Marty knocked over the doll. Anyway. Um, Deep Sea, what Muppet would, you, would be the best mech pilot? Is Kermit a new type? One, yeah, Kermit's probably a new type, I'd believe that. Two, who individually is the best mech pilot? I don't know, but Statler and Waldorf are... You know what? Honestly, um, yeah, probably Gonzo. It depends on, and right, there's different styles of mech piloting. That is a good you, point. Are you talking about who would be the most like combat capable, or who would last in a fight for longest? Hmm. Because those are two different answers. I feel like Gonzo would manage at least one of those. Yeah, Gonzo would probably last longest because there would be like. They would get hit. They there we go. Out there, like the chest piece opened up from a gun blast, <laughs> and their helmet is cracked. And they're in space, but they don't care because they have that shonen resilience. I know, right? And Miss um, Piggy would be the heavy hitter. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Sam Eagle would be really fun if we're talking like G Gundam or something like that, where it's specifically patriotism. Mm hmm. And then Sattler and Waldorf are a thousand percent drift compatible if we're talking like um, Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking Gundam, since we have new types, they're just yeah. two separate. They're either two separate Gundams that's always just on a Gundam power platform, or they're in a like fuse two bodied Gundam. There we go. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. They oh my take- god. They don't take part in the fights, they just do commentary. (laughs) An entire mech just for commentary. That would be really good, actually. It's it's the Uh, most indestructible mech, too. mm -hmm. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, that's what the platform is for. It makes them invisible, but they never fight, so it's like... It doesn't matter. Commentary. God, okay, the mech series that I'm most familiar with is Evangelion, and I don't know if I want to put any of them through that. No. Although Kermit a giant robot. Cyber- <laughs> gonna miss gonna the robot Kermit or else Fozzie will have to. 
<laughs> Although a a giant cyborg, uh, a giant armored cyborg powered by the soul of Miss Piggy would be actually kind of funny. <laughs> right. No, Piggy would be like would be Lilith if they did like a Muppet version of Evangelion. Or she I'm gonna get lost on the Asuna, but not not Asuna. That's uh, who, put on a line. Who would be who would be our Asuna? Uh, let's see. Miss Piggy I would be the like... head red. Redhead girl. I can't remember her name. Asuka. Yeah, Asuka. Um, I feel like Gonzo would be our Ray. Kermit would probably be Shinji. I can't do the current performance, but I want to do the line. <laughs> uh, actually, I don't know. Maybe P- maybe Piggy doesn't have to be Lilith, and she can be Asuka. Mm-hmm. That's why I said I can't do a current voice, but I want to do the line. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh oh okay so if if um if Gonzo is Ray then I forgot the name of his chicken wife but that can be Lilla. Mm-hmm. Uh shit. Exactly. I had the name for a split second and I can't remember it. Right. Was it like Francesca <laughs> or something like that? It was something out there for a chicken. I don't remember. Hang on. Or Victoria. Now I got to look this up. Like We'll do for this once you get back, Rocka Rocka. Oh, God. Camilla. It's Camilla the Chicken. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, how is there not a Muppets thing making Camilla the Chicken and Camilla the uh, former girlfriend slash, I think, I want to say current wife of Prince Will... I don't remember any of their names. I want to say Prince William. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm talking about. Um, British royal family. Yeah, how's that? How's that not ha- actually? That may have. I don't know. I'm not gonna say. But, uh, what? Oh wait, no, we already did that one. He did what in his cup? Um, Yosef, how would you incorporate the Muppets into Kingdom Hearts? Honestly, I feel like it wouldn't even be that hard. You could either a have an entire make, world based on like one of the Muppets movies, or may I make a suggestion? Yes, Kermit walks in in the same outfit of. In Vince's outfit, right? Cloud did when he first into <laughs> when he first showed up in Kingdom Hearts. There we go. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, or the the alternative would be using them in place of like the Final Fantasy characters or something. No, the Final Fantasy characters are still there. You yeah, just also have Muppet, Muppet, Muppets. Civil. There we go. It's like how a handful of Disney characters now live in Twilight Town because why not? Because mm-hmm. why the hell not? Basically. Uh, Ash coming back in. Statler or Waldorf? Got to be both. They cannot be separated. Nope, nope, nope. Do not separate. Uh, <laughs> Aurora one Borg. other just goes back off of film. Exactly. It's like um, Starfish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. Um, Aurora Borealis. Uh, currently, neither man nor Muppet. <laughs> there are Muppets and there are men. What's the secret third thing? Mac- I think that might be robots. What? Mappet. Mappet? Mm-hmm. Man Mac- Muppet? Mappet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the hybrid they don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. So I just said robots, but I guess that's also true. No, that's their own separate thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, like... This make, the Tim hybrid Curry idea makes me sad. <laughs> Wait, who? Tim Curry. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's true. That's not wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
Deep Sea, have I secretly been a Muppet this entire time? Only you can answer that. Who's a human and who's a Muppet? Uh, we would need to build some kind of scanner like they had in um, Parasite the Maxim. Although I think that might have just been a regular x-ray machine now that I think about it. That also seems like a really personal question. <laughs> There's also that. But oh we would need to x-ray yeah, people. people. Well, we all have to get on a spaceship and colored, individually colored space sheets. <laughs> and we have to figure out who's, who's from Muppet and then put them in the airlock. <laughs> God damn it. There we go. Yeah, Muppets we'll have to call the only one who can Besides the engineer. Kermit has been ejected. <sighs> Kermit was not a Muppet. Oh my god, okay, neither man nor Muppet. Due to cosmic forces beyond your comprehension, you are going to miss your anniversary, no matter what. What is the best reason to miss it? Um, Muppet shenanigans? Uh, real talk, like, traffic stuff, Julie would understand that. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. But then just make fun of me for not, like, taking a different route sooner. Yeah, uh, the Autobots and... Decepticons doing battle in the <laughs> middle of the city. Again. Again. God. Honestly, yeah, like the events of any movie playing out in the city that you're in and stopping you from going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, main characters breaking out into a musical and that affecting everybody else around them, like in um, Enchanted. And probably mm-hmm. Disenchanted. I haven't seen that one yet. There's gotta be a horror movie about that, right? We gotta be right. They're, the main character is just a background character in a musical. God, if there's not, I want that to be a thing. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, the last one from the first set of questions. Statler, uh, Deep Sea. Statler has been kidnapped by Sheldon oh, Big Bang Theory. Which Muppets? Oh shit! You look in. Oh yeah. Also from Neither Man Nor Muppet. How did I miss this? Uh, you look in the mirror. Your reflection is now Sheldon Big Bang Theory. What do you do? I guess I say Bazinga. I blow something up. Uh, I take all of Sheldon's money, and then, oh, there you go. depending on if I'm permanently Sheldon, <laughs> then or not, I either invest in Bitcoin or <laughs> or the stock market. Oh god, I'm so happy Big Bang Theory didn't last long enough to make it to the era of cryptocurrency. Because if I'm not permanently in Sheldon's body. I'm taking all of his money and putting it in there you go. Bitcoin. Just imagine <laughs> if nothing just imagine if nothing else about your life changes, but like your reflection is permanently Sheldon Big Bang Theory. Like it's always wearing the same clothes that you're currently wearing, hair styled the same way, but instead of your body, the reflection is just Sheldon Big Bang Theory. <laughs> That'd be fucking weird. Like it'd be a very low level like anomaly, I guess, but it'd be weird. Yeah, I guess I'd be taken by the SCP Foundation. I was about oh, to say it'd be like that SCP who's a guy who just sees everything as Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. Because, like, that's his only anomaly. Otherwise, he's basically normal. But, like, every living, every organic creature he sees as Shia LaBeouf. And that mm-hmm. sucks for him. Uh, <laughs> anyway. But yeah, the one that I... Me, I'll... Spend all your money on bitcoins for the lols. God. <laughs> Veer in your name, and instead of a rom-com, <laughs> just him horrifically spending the other person's money on bitcoin. 
Honestly, it wasn't really a rom-com. It was a rom-drama. Rama. It was a rama. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. No, Ro- anyway, Roma is the host of uh, Hyperfixation Pod. God, God damn it. <laughs> uh, Deep Sea. Statler has been kidnapped by Sheldon Big Bang Theory. Which Muppets and one famous human do you send to rescue him? Well, obviously Waldorf has to be included. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got we to send uh, the scientists in Beaker because they can fight Sheldon with Muppet science logic. There's that. Uh, what which what human? Um, I guess Will Wheaton, because depending John on what time Cena. period, who what John Cena? God, Sheldon won't though. see him. That's a good point. Sheldon won't see him. And then oh, who all was in the Strike Force that kidnapped Jack Black? It was it was Miss Piggy. Uh, Animal was there, but we can swap out uh, Waldorf for Animal in this case. Fozzie masterminded um, it. Fozzie masterminded it. There we go. And it was Swedish chef. I want to say they had one or two others, but I don't remember off the top of my head. I think there were more background Muppets. Probably. So yeah, there we go. That's our squad. Mm-hmm. They'll roll out to... Um... Ah, I'm trying to remember that song from um, from Kill Bill. Hang on one sec. Waldo. 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 You got this. The other half of Stanley. Goes around with a katana. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, okay, yeah. They go. They bust in there to um, battle without honor or humanity. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. And then <laughs> Waldorf, this old ass man with a katana. Actually, that'd be really mm-hmm. cool. Might have stumbled on something here. Anyway, um, let me see because Deep Sea did get in one last question, which was least favorite Muppet. I don't know if there's unless you just for some reason just straight up dislike the Muppets. I don't know if anyone really has a least favorite, so much as just, you know, the one that you, like, care about the least, probably. Like, the one that gets you least excited. Uh, My least favorite is that one that's in the background of that one Muppet movie. <laughs> yeah, there we go, like, the, the random... Ba- <laughs> I don't really know who my least favorite is, um... I'm trying to think, but like anybody that I can think of, I'm like, yeah, he's pretty neat. Yeah, that one's all right. Like, I'd say Scooter because he doesn't really stand out a whole lot, but he was uh, pretty, pretty on top of it in this one. You know, there might not be any bad Muppets. Yeah. Dang. Uh, so that. You know, we'll say we'll say fuck the one pig from the movie. The not Miss. Oh, uh, what was it? Miss Poogie? Yeah, Actually, no. I th- I figured out who it is. I forgot his name, though. Hang on one sec. I've already locked in my choice. There we go. Link Hog Link Hogthrob, the handsome male pig, because he's too much of a mix of human and pig, and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't I don't like to see him. <laughs> let me let me see if I can grab you guys a picture of him real quick. What? That's well. There's the the YouTube thing. Or the uh, joke, the Mark Hamill clip that I was going to post later, but no, there's a Link Hog Drop. I was like, how could you hate him? He looks just like the Joker. Ha! But no, yeah, there he is, that guy. He's like, he's too handsome for a pig, which is uncomfortable for me. I mean, like, that's I think Donald Trump. You know, but more handsome. That might be what it is. <laughs> You're not wrong. That's Donald Trump as a Muppet. God. But also, if Donald Trump was a bit more handsome. All right, let's see. Donald Trump Muppet. 
I imagine it would look like the Trump baby balloon, just more Muppetized. <laughs> well, I found Oscar the Grouch dressed as... Okay, I found a Sesame Street of him. Oh, God. Hang on. Yeah, I think that's, like, Oscar's cousin. Might be something like that. I don't know. I never saw it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> there it goes. Like, you've got Oscar the Grouch, like, dressed as it, as Trump, but then also this, like, more human-looking Muppet. Oh, that's terrifying. No, that's Grump. Oscar's cousin. That's... Oh, I'm sorry. That's Grump. <laughs> I think cousin or uncle. I don't know. It looks he looks more uncle-y. I don't know, but I don't like it. Well, no. I mean Grump is is fine to look at, but the other one is not okay. Yeah, they try <laughs> Why to did spell we do this? for Sesame Street? If I remember that. I yeah, know, you know what? That makes sense. I don't know why I know that. I guess it was one of those episodes. You know, because it had Trump and it was clearly called Trump. It was one of those, yeah. like all conservatives had to talk about it. Yeah, that sounds right. All right, so to get away from that, <laughs> we yeah. can go ahead and do plugs. Whichever yeah. one, whichever one of y'all wants to go first. I'm Cap. You can find me on Twitter at z minus eighty seven. You can also find me, of course, with Steven on the Kingdom Hearts Reverse Rebirth side episodes for Disney minus. You can find me with Veer, where he's there. Sorry, dragging me through another game that's very confusing, honestly. And I'm also guesting on Resident Beats at the moment with these two. Those episodes won't come out for a while. Yeah, Yeah. gonna be a bit. No, but we're having fun in the meantime. Yeah. Anyway, Uh, you can follow me, Deathring Nero. Yes. Uh, Dragon Smoochie on Trilly. Dragon Snuggler on (laughs) Co-Host. And and Psychronis with a 5 at the end instead of an S for Tumblr. And you can definitely find me, Nero's other podcasts, his Prime Cuts, Radio Free Hydrant, and Talk Cycles. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's me, Steven, at Marshmallow, which is spelled like Marshmallow, but it has my name in it. There's also Disney Minus Pod for this, and uh, Resi Beats Pod for Resonant Beats. And then there's that underscore Tastic, where I remember to post dad jokes sometimes. And then there's Cloth Wednesdays, where I post a picture of Cloth every Wednesday. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And now I can say the the because it's my pick now. And <laughs> I finally went with one that uh, has been out for over a year. And Julie, every time it's my pick, tells me to pick this. But I have been not doing it, mostly to mess with her. And then also sometimes I forget. Uh, so <laughs> I mentioned I didn't know what to choose. Like, uh saturday before we recorded and she was like well how about you finally do this one so i'm gonna do that we're doing Encanto. Encanto. Hey, all right okay that's got yeah some in it but it's good yeah, yeah. magic and generational trauma yay yeah yeah <laughs> let me go ahead and announce that finally and remember guys there we go Yes, and as we always say at the end of these, fuck Disney. Fuck Disney. Fuck Disney. Jim Henson, you were cool, though. <laughs> <laughs>